0: Tonight, we wrapped up our study, The Savage Life. Over the past five weeks, we've looked through The Savage Life. We've looked at the idea that there is two different types of lives that you can live, the normal life and the savage life. And normal life is made up of living for the next adrenaline rush. But to live for that next adrenaline rush, while it can be pretty addicting, whether it's through drugs, alcohol, relationships, whatever it may be, or even good things, It's totally normal from worldly standards to live that life, but the savage life is defined as living your life in a way that few have the guts to live. And throughout this point, we've discovered that the savage life can be characterized by someone who has hope, value, and power and takes that from the hope, value, and power that Jesus Christ gives to them, that God places on them, that lives into that hope, that value, and that power, uh, that it is, that it banks on grace, it trust in God's grace and forgiveness, it calls you, as a follower of Jesus Christ, to do immeasurably more in your faith. And last week, we talked about the fact that it is knowing your role in the family of God, and killing it and doing what it is that you are called to do as a member of the body of Christ. And so tonight is our last week and we are looking at savage life living. And so tonight we're going to look at the fact that all these things that we've talked about over the past few weeks are are catalysts for our faith. They're serving as as boosters if you will to help us move Forward in our faith journey with Jesus, and when it comes to choosing how to live out our lives, whether we live for the next adrenaline rush or we live by that greater power, ultimately we have a decision to make, and the decision is based on the example of others. So often we have seen those around us, those who we want to either be like or those that we don't want to be like. But what, for whatever reason, our decisions are based. Our actions are based on those decisions. On who, on I wanna be like that person, so I'm gonna act like that person, or I don't wanna be like that person, so I'm gonna act differently than them. And, and so we find ourselves acting and our decisions being based on others. We've all seen examples, whether good or bad, of how people in our lives, though, whose positive qualities we'd like to emulate or whose negative qualities we don't want to follow and they provide the motivation and the tale of what not to do. It's these examples that, are, that play a major role in how we go about living our lives. Being inspired to live a life by the example, good or bad, of people around us is totally normal. And it isn't necessarily a bad thing to follow the example of other people. In fact, there can be a lot of wisdom in learning about, from someone whose example from someone else's example. However, these kinds of outside influences probably have a larger effect on us than we care to admit or are even willing to admit to ourselves and others. For example, has anyone ever said to you, man, you look like your dad, or you remind me of your mother. Depending on your relationship with your parents, this could be good or bad. These comments can be a compliment or an insult. However, whether we like it or not, we have to admit there are people in our lives who have made a significant impact on who we are and how we behave, which is totally normal. But here's the savage part of that. The Bible says that if we, ha- if we want to live our lives in a way that few have the guts to live, then we should look beyond our best or worst human examples and choose to follow the ultimate example which is God in Ephesians 5 verses 1 through 2 Paul says follow God's example therefore as dearly loved children and walk in the way of love just as Christ loved us and gave himself for up for us as a fragrant offering and the sac- and sacrifice to God we are called to follow God's example that's the first thing we hear here so what would it be like if the next time you got angry you based your response not on what your favorite person would do, or on what your least favorite person wouldn't do, on what your friends thought you should do, but you followed God's example? The ultimate example of God has, has given us in the person of Jesus, the more and the way in which we should live. The more we dig into Jesus, who Jesus is and what Jesus did the more we can follow this example. But for many of us, if we're honest, we may lack motivation when it comes to imitating Jesus's example because of fear, failure, or or maybe we're just, we don't care. Uh, And so, but when we do, it's a total game changer. In Ephesians 5, 1, what it says is, follow God's example, therefore. And why? Because we are dearly loved children. This is an, an encouragement to me personally and should be to all of us. The phrase is dearly loved children gives the tense of something that is already in full effect. Being a dearly loved child of God is you are loved prior to anything that you've done. God's insane love for us isn't based on how good of a job we're doing. Following his example. Instead, God's insane love for us, his reckless love, if you will, for us, is based on the fact that he views us and loves uh, us as dearly loved children. Before we even begin to follow his example, God says, I love you because I love you. Because you're my son and you're my daughter. You're a part of my family. The moment you believe that you are a part of that family you say you are that's when when you're willing to trust that god loves you and forgives all of your shortcomings and when you believe this most radical reckless love you'll want to respond in the most radical and reckless way you'll want to live that savage life which leads us to the question of how do we respond well in ephesians 5 2 it tells us Walk in the way of love, just as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us. In our culture, plenty of different things can be viewed as walking in the way of love. However, we need to make sure that we base our love for people on the example that Jesus set. Not on the example of what the world tells us love is, but on the example that Jesus has given us. Of course, walking in love is much easier to do when we're around lovely people that we get along with and that we like. But what do we do when when we're around difficult people? Walking in love can be hard. Jesus exemplified how hard it is by dying on the cross. When we embrace God's radical love for us, we have the security and the capacity to love others with the love of Jesus. So what if next time you're full of anger, you focused your thoughts on the actions and motives of Jesus? What if next time you were hurt by someone, you reflected on how Jesus responded to hurt? What if in your joy, you made sure that your joy matched up with the things that made Jesus joyful? A definition of example is a person or thing to be imitated. So who are you imitating? It's perfectly normal to be influenced by the examples of others. However, in order to live a life that few have the guts to live and the life that God created you to live, that savage life God has called us to live, we have to ask God to help and to embrace his radical love for us so that we can imitate his love for others, making Jesus our ultimate example because that's savage living. And and through the Savage Life, we can always remember that the best of all is God is with us. God bless. I hope you've enjoyed this study as much as I've enjoyed sharing it. And I hope to see y'all soon.